Back the Birds on 790 ESPN. Back here on the Sunbird Sound Off Live, our producer Joe had to let us know that we were getting ready to come back on the air. We were having too much fun talking here uh, in the break, so uh, that means we should have a fun interview coming up. We've got Coach Tim Beauregard and Felicia Dorva. Coach, I would ask you how you're doing, but uh, we've already been talking for about 30 minutes, so why don't you let everybody else know. How are you doing? How's the team doing? We are fantastic. Just got done with a, a really good practice, a little weight session leaving tomorrow and as you know starting a league in in some normalcy that we haven't experienced in quite some time and so uh, really excited for the challenge and, and really excited about where our team is and uh, yeah it's all, all good stuff right now. So right now the Sunbirds off to a three and two start coming off of a 60, 65 rather 57 loss to Stanislaus State that was back a week ago coach now you guys have had kind of a week to to you know digest what happened or maybe kind of chew it up and spit yeah. it out you, you never really know uh you get the the Thanksgiving holiday um I mean I say holiday I'm sure you guys are still working hard um uh so so after a week a week removed from that loss I should say um how would you gauge uh, how your team's feeling right now yeah, I think we're good. We're, we're confident. We learned some lessons that I don't think we had to learn that night. Uh, it, was a, it was a tough one. You know, our starting four woke up with a sore throat, and as this is going to go for a lot of teams that are competing, uh, you know, that morning was, was out of the lineup, and, and so we, we pivoted. Uh, we just didn't make shots. And, you know, our two losses this year were in both of the games because of our defense, and our defense has been really solid, uh, and, and then we just didn't make some shots. And so – we're, we're okay with that. We're not satisfied. We know that we can be a little bit more consistent in putting the ball in the hole, but we also understand that the blueprint is there for us to find success because we're doing it um, pretty consistently defensively. And then the, the other games, we've shot the ball well and we've walked away with wins. Uh, losing to Stanislaus and, and Chico, I think two playoff teams for the CCAA and teams that we think that we could get the better of on most nights. I, I think we're in a good spot and we've had a motivated uh, – week of practices and a little bit of a ruined Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> so um, you, you brought up the defense there at the tail end of you, when you're not shooting the ball well, your yeah. defense still allows you guys uh, to stay in games. Is that something that you guys uh, really pride yourself on, uh, you know, on the defensive side of the ball, say, hey, the shots aren't falling, but, you know, we're not necessarily out of this game. You know, when those shots do fall, you can get yourself back yeah. into it. It's a hundred percent our most important identity this year. Um, we're at, you know, holding teams to 62 points a game, which is eight points better than our, our best average over the last handful of years. And we're really priding ourselves on what we call hair on fire defense and just flying around, being really active, covering for each other, uh, pushing towards our help and knowing our assignments. And we have, uh, we have a deep squad that understands and is connected defensively. And, and that's what's given us a chance, even in both of those games, which is two of our lowest shooting percentages in the last four years in the Chico and the Stanislaus game. And both of those games, we had a chance to win in the second half. Um, so we feel really confident on that side and just had to shore some things up on the offensive end, make sure that we can get some easier looks when we need them and double down on the style that we want to play, which is, you know, high pace, high octane and, and freeing up our players to just be artists in transition. And I think once we do that, we'll, we'll see the best version of our team. All right, thanks, Coach. Uh, well, don't, don't go too far away, obviously. You, you've got a mic here uh, with us. But we're going to bring in Felicia Dorva here now because this is the first time you've brought a player on the show. We, we've had a, a couple of other sports uh, come on and bring players on. So, uh, Felicia, happy to have you here. Um, and so I'm going to start off. You're obviously from Sweden. I'm curious 
Um, what was the recruiting process uh, like for you, and how did you wind up here at uh, Fresno Pacific? Well, thank you, Eric. I remember 2017, I came here with Sarah from Sweden, too. We've known each other since uh, we were 10, and we were playing with Lindsay. She's also on the team, um, in her AAU team. And then, I don't remember, what was the name of the assistant coach? Coach Carter at that time. Coach Carter was the assistant coach at that time, and he was watching us play together. And so he started talking to us already in 2017. And then when we came back to Sweden, Coach Tim called us, and we had multiple conversations back and forth over the next one and a half year. That was when it was Skype, not Zoom yet. We were <laughs> Skyping. Yeah, we were Skyping or WhatsApping or yeah. something. I don't know. We had multiple conversations, and... I was worried coming to the United States, like having a crazy coach, being away from home, not having <laughs> my parents to talk to or anything. And I felt like with Coach Tim, I felt uh, safe and I felt like he could give me an environment uh, where I could grow as a person and as a player and have fun at the same time, not only play mm -hmm. basketball and be serious all the time. <laughs> and obviously it felt great having my best friend come with me so that was another security thing mm. but yeah yeah the coach is beaming with pride over here i know you can't see over the radio but he he liked that that was a great answer how cool was it uh you touched on it to, to be able to come over with your friends and you know stay on the same team you mentioned it was kind of like a, you know a sense of security um but you guys have also you know started to make a name for yourself here at, at fresno pacific um uh, can you talk a little bit about that and kind of how not just why, I mean, you said Fresno Pacific, you know, you felt, you know, safe when you were here. But um, since you've been here, how have you kind of been able to, you know, add on and, and kind of create a legacy for you guys? It was a tough freshman year. It definitely was. And I, I had to adapt a lot. Uh, and I had to take on a lot of responsibility uh, early on, which I didn't think I would have to. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it just kind of happened like that. And then from that point on, uh, the coaches just, I feel like they gave both me and Sarah, a lot of opportunity to just grow and make mistakes and um, grow into our roles and just be a big part of mm -hmm. the program overall early on. And I feel like that has helped us to create a legacy. Like, I know I've just been here. I played one whole season my freshman year, and then last year was really weird. Uh, but it feels like I've been here forever. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I think it started really early, and then it just grew mm. from there. And all the confidence that Coach mm. Tim obviously gives us to lead the team and just create relationships. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So so now talking about the relationships and stuff like that, obviously you guys are a very close team. I can see that even from when I'm up there broadcasting the games, I can see you guys down there on the bench. You know, you're all, you're all really close. And I know when I've talked with Coach before, he talks a lot about the depth of this team. And, you know, it, whoever's number is called, you know, we can count on them for whatever they need to do. Um, and as a player for you, how is that uh, to kind of know that, okay, you know, somebody's having an off night, somebody else is going to pick up the slack. What's that, uh, the atmosphere like around the team, you know, just kind of knowing that it, you guys have that depth and whoever steps foot on the floor can potentially make a big impact in that specific game? It feels really, really good to know that. It's a kind of safety and security in a way that you know that someone else always has your back and we're so close-knitted and we know that whoever has an off night, someone else is going to step up but at the same time, we have a couple of players, like, we all know that has to be consistent. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm one of them. I had to help the other players 
in a sense and be consistent in always leading them, being mm -hmm. there for them and being consistent in that way. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to performing on the court, I have so much faith in anyone on the team to do the right things and have a great game. Yeah, so so you mentioned, you know, about you, you know, stepping up and being a leader. Uh, how have you ap approached that leadership role here? Uh, specifically this season, obviously, it's young. Um, but like Coach kind of touched on a little bit, you, you had a funky year last year with the whole pod, you know, situation. You're not playing everybody else in conference. Now you guys are kind of back to a normal, you know, a, a sense of normalcy. How have you approached that leadership role this season? So, yes, like you said, obviously, we have a lot of younger players on the team. And I've approached it very carefully. At first, I wanted to read the players, how they react to certain things, and then help them in different ways because everyone's different. Everyone needs something different from me. And so just figuring out what each individual needs from me and then going from there, helping them out on certain things, talking to them individually, and just being like a safety for them so they feel like they can talk to me about anything and not um, not screaming at them or becoming angry or stressed about anything, but giving them constructive criticism and just helping them in any way that they need to be helped. All right, so Coach, now I'll bring it back to you. How is that as a coach to sit there and listen to one of your players, uh, you know, say stuff like that say how comfortable they are in your program obviously I know like I was saying very tight-knit team very close uh, what's it like to hear you know one of your players give a statement like that and I know that I'm sure that there's a lot of players on the team that probably feel mm -hmm. the same way that you do Felicia uh, but what's it like having uh, individual leaders on the team that can still also come together yeah, you're gonna you're gonna get me to cry. Uh, just proud. Uh, you know, I joke with Fella. I was like, okay, I'm gonna stop saying I'm proud of you. I feel like I, I I'm constantly saying that for her and a lot of the players on our team. But just how proud I am. But I just sit back and I just see a a young lioness just owning her role as a leader. Um, and just watching women empower women on our team is something that just is so special. And you know, I know I'm just a uh, uh, a man who, who gets the chance to, to coach women's sports, but we're, you know, we're feminists on our team and we care about those things. And so, uh, I want leaders and I want the development of leaders and, and, and that's just kudos to, you know, my assistants and my staff and how we've recruited because we, we get to kind of sit back and sit in the passenger seat and they drive this bus in so many different ways with our culture, with the expectations having someone like fellow who is a voice for those younger players who they listen to, who uh, has tremendous basketball IQ and isn't afraid to come challenge me on things and, and look at things with us and how we can perform better. Um, and she has the respect of everybody on our team. So uh, I'm just proud. Just, it, you know, it's her and it's, it's our whole team. It's just, they're fun to be around. And um, as you can tell, they're just, they're, they're smart and, and driven. All right. So let's get uh, back to the X's and O's here a little bit. Uh, you mentioned it. Uh, when we started the interview, uh, guys, you guys are starting conference play coming up here uh, this week and uh, three games on the road before coming back to uh, the special event center. And again, like I was saying, uh, it's not the pod situation that we had last year. You're getting a full conference uh, slate uh, under your belt. What are your expectations for this team as you guys get ready to start conference play? Uh, fourth straight successful season, fourth straight playoff uh, team for, or, or year. 
uh, that's going to be our expectation every year. You know, we, we've transformed this program into a, a D2 Pac West playoff team, and that's our expectation every year to, to pursue that again. Uh, this is a different type of year with the, the young players that we have. I think last time I was in here, I told you our, our freshmen and redshirt freshmen were playing 72 minutes a game out of our 200. Well, they're at 88 now. So we're 45% of our minutes are going to freshmen and redshirt freshmen. So there's a, a bit more of a development phase that, that's occurring for this team. But we have everything we need to have our fourth straight successful year and be a playoff team again. Um, and, and it's going to be a hard trek. The Pac West is very, very powerful this year. We're, you know, we're starting this weekend with Biola and Azusa, two of the top teams in our league. So we're excited about those challenges. We're excited about exactly the pieces that we have on our, on our team. But the, the, the conference schedule is rigorous and uh, it'll be a challenge every single night to show up and, and have excitement, energy, and enthusiasm. So, Felicia, I'll ask you the same question. Obviously, Coach gave a very coach-like answer, so so maybe you could give a, a player-like answer. Um, <laughs> uh, what are as a team, you know, in the locker room, you guys together? What are your guys' expectations that you feel? Obviously, you know, you, you obviously want to win, but you know, as a team, uh, what are your guys' expectations? And you don't have to be as as you know as nice as Coach. You 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 can let me know how you really yeah. feel. Obviously, our expectations. Uh, is to be a playoff team this year. We we don't just want to be sixth in league. We wanna we wanna win. We wanna be third, mm. second, first. Like we're winners on our team, and we're just not looking. We're just not settling for sixth place. Like we're looking at that first, second place. Like if we can win, we're gonna win. We're gonna do everything to win. That's what we talk about in the locker room every time. Just lock in everything we can to win. Mm. So uh, I'll ask you this, too. Uh, I've made a point to say this, I think, on every Sunbird Sound Off Live that we've had. Um, I'm trying to get people to come out to the special events there, and I'm trying to get them to be loud when they're there and, and get that place really rocking because I know it can be. It's a very close, intimate atmosphere. What's it like for you as a player when those fans do get loud? You know, good play, everybody gets hyped. Obviously, I know the bench gets hyped all the time. I see that. But uh, what's it like when, when fans get there? What would be your message to them to, to come out, get loud, and uh, support this team? Last year... It was so quiet in the gym, and it was not as fun to play. It's, I'm just happy to have people come out, and to have people be loud, that's, that's just a cherry on top that will make everyone so much more hyped. We're all like, we can produce our own energy, but having people come out and watch us and bringing their voices too, that would be just amazing and give us all the energy we need. If it's a close game, for example, like you can get that extra kick from the fans, and it helps more than you think. Yeah, I, I can I can feel it. I mean, literally, I can feel it when I'm up there calling the game. Sometimes I have to refrain myself a little bit from getting too excited. Um, but yeah, so so I mean, yeah, come out to the special event center and watch. It's going to be a fun one. Uh, last one before we let you go, Felicia. I, I was reading your bio. It says that your favorite player is Steph Curry. So do you try to emulate your game after him? Or uh, what, what is it about Steph that, uh, that makes him your favorite player? He's just so great at everything he does. He's not just making shots. Like, obviously, he's one of the greatest shooters of all time. Uh, but he moves. He reads the game. He has a high basketball IQ. And that's what makes him my favorite player. 
I, yeah, it's Steph's great. I, I am a I am a Sacramento Kings fan though, so mm. when he's draining buckets against the Kings, that I, I'm kind of bummed about that. But uh, so, Coach Tim Beauregard and Felicia Dorva, thank you guys for your time. Sunbirds again get their schedule up right here. They've got three games on the road at Biola, Azusa Pacific, and Dominican. Tough stretch to start conference play before they come back home on December seventeenth against Chaminade. Guys, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, thank I appreciate you. it. All right, coming up next here on the Sunbird Sound Off Live, we will take a quick break, and then we will be back with Coach Brian Sahovi, and we will talk some Fresno Pacific water polo coming up next on the Sunbird Sound Off Live. Every Wednesday, listen to 790 ESPN as we bring you the Sunbird Sound Off hosted by Eric Bentley. Tune in for great conversation with coaches and players from Fresno Pacific. As the Sunbirds are on the road, get your fix with the Sunbird Sound Off every Wednesday at 5 p.m. 790 ESPN is your home for every Fresno Pacific men's and women's home basketball games. Back the Birds on 790 ESPN. Hello, I'm Joe Haydock, license number 02013076. My wife, Cynthia, and I own and operate Haydock Real Estate. Hi, I'm Cynthia Haydock, license number 01358518. Haydock Real Estate protects your interests by handling your transaction with competence and kindness. We invite you to call us at 559-392-5283 to learn how our thoughtful approach can help you sell or buy your next home. Call Haydock Real Estate today at 559-392-5283. Sunbird Sound Off live on 790 ESPN. here to the Sunbird Sound Off Live. You just heard from Coach Tim Beauregard and Felicia Dorva of Fresno Pacific Women's Basketball. And now we're going to take the action to the pool. We're going to talk some water polo as we've got Coach Brian Sahovi in studio alongside Bodie Bowden and Pietro Catano. Did I get all the names right? Are we good? Okay, just making sure. Um, so, Coach, We'll start with you here first. Um, obviously, you've been at Fresno Pacific for uh, 15 years now since the inception of you know the water polo program. Yep. Um, so what exactly does, does Fresno Pacific mean to you? Obviously, you've been here for a while. What exactly d- does this program mean? Oh, it's, uh, it's home. It's family to me. So we've uh, started the program in 07, and it's, uh, it's been my baby ever since. So, um, so it means a lot. And so my, my kids have grown up in the program. My wife you know, helped me start it. And so... It really is, uh, it really is uh, homegrown, you know, family-rooted, and, and uh, that's how we try to treat it. And is, do you kind of use that homegrown family atmosphere? Is that how you use it uh, recruiting-wise as well, getting guys to come play for you? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so it's, uh, it's just it's who we are. You know, we try to be honest up front in and, and, uh, how we run our program and just the atmosphere, the culture, and, and uh, it, it is a, it is a family, family program. So. 
So uh, you're from Porterville originally, yeah. um, got your master's at Fresno Pacific. Um, what does recruiting the Valley mean to you uh, and really trying to get people who are from this area to, to, to stay home and represent Fresno and represent their, their cities here in the Valley? Yeah, that's always my first, uh, that's always my first go-to. I try to get local guys to stay. It's, it's always been a local program. We're the only program in Central California. Um, you know, two hours north of here, Stockton is your next closest program, and then all the way down to Southern California. So we really try to build and, uh, and keep local talent here in the Valley and try to represent as best we can with local talent and show that, you know, the Valley can compete. We've got guys that can play at that next level, and, and uh, we've, we've, had some, we've had some really talented uh, local guys come through the program over the years, and it's been a lot of fun to watch them and see where they're at now. And some of them are still invested in the sport and still coaching locally. So, so what's it like? Obviously, I mean, water polo—it's a popular sport. But if you're you're looking on the list of you know sports that people are going to think of, water polo might not necessarily come to the top of the list. And like you mentioned, you're you, you know the only program in this you know area. How, how difficult is it to you know recruit and you know get people on board and and try and root for the team in a sport that you know maybe a lot of people, like I said, don't think of off the top of their head. Yeah, it's water polo is a small community, so yeah, it is a hard sport uh, to uh, to get a, a lot of attention with, just because you know a lot of people don't understand it. We have a lot of whistles. The whistles, uh, the whistles are what most people get confused at. They don't understand why they're being blown so much. But once you kind of get a feel for it and the rhythm of it, it's just it's a high intensity game. And so, um, but yeah, the community's small. It's a small world, and and uh, we have a lot of local guys that have have played at all levels that are big supporters and. And, uh, and we have a lot of, because of the local guys on the team, we've got local high school guys that come and want to watch us play. And, you know, especially we get some big name teams to come into town and play us uh, here. And, and those usually attract a lot of attention and we'll get good crowds. And so, um, so it's fun. It's uh, when we play certain teams, we have, we have packed out stands. And so it's a fun environment. Yeah, it's funny that you bring up the whistles. The one water polo match that I did call for you guys, I was like, okay, there's whistles everywhere. I, I don't know what's going on sometimes. But, yeah, no, and, and that match was at Sunnyside where you guys play. Yeah. And um, you're right. The stands were packed, and, and those people that were there, they, they got loud. What does that say to, uh, you know, have those people come out and be that vocal? Oh, I absolutely love it. It just it brings such a positive energy to the game, to – the athletes, uh, just to everybody around. And it just makes it so much more fun to have um, just the rowdy crowd, the loud crowd. It just, it really brings something special to the game and just makes it that much more fun. And the players play a lot more intense when you have those loud crowds. It just really, like I said, you know, a second ago, it brings a lot of, a lot of positive energy and gets the guys fired up. Like they want to represent their hometown. They want to represent the program well. All right, so uh, we'll, we'll transition now. Uh, Pietro, I saw you nodding your head alongside Coach when he said that those loud crowds get you pumped up. What's that like when you're out there in the pool, uh, when you get those fans out there having your back? Yeah, like he said, it brings a lot of energy and gets me fired up and, you know, gets the team fired up. I'm probably one of the loudest on the team, you know. Uh, yeah. You seem like a man of very few words. Are you nervous? Am I am I that intimidating? <laughs> no, no, sir. It's my first radio uh, talk show. I guess I would oh, say. Oh no, you're, no, you're good. All right, so your your stat line this season: thirty four goals, twenty two assists. What makes you such a versatile player? Uh, having teammates around me like Bodie and Eugenio and Will that you know can get open, shoot, get me open, catch, shoot. You know. Um, yeah, having teammates that can get you the opportunity to score and put points on the board. 
All right, so um, let's talk a little bit about about this past season. You guys just wrapped up uh, uh, your season. Um, uh, we'll start uh, with you. Um, how do you think that this team lived up to the expectations that you guys had going into the season? Oh, we exceeded them for sure. Um, we came in, young team, first few weeks of practice. I was like, okay, this is going to be, you know, a work in progress. And shoot, we came out, beat Santa Clara, pumped us up for the rest of the season, came out, showed out. Played well at WWPA, I would say, other than that one loss to Biola. But I thought this season was, was a good start, especially being real young. And I'm excited for next season. All right, Coach, I'll let you pick up where he left off. He mentioned yeah. that it was a, that you guys do have a young team. Um, then I'll ask you basically the same question. Uh, what did you think about your team's performance this year? Did it meet expectations? Did it exceed it? Uh, how, how do you think, from, from your perspective, that overall your guys' season went? Yeah, I, I just echo what Pietro said. We uh, we exceeded expectations. We we came in knowing that knowing that we were we were young, we were rebuilding, and uh, we were young. We were really young. I mean, most of our team, most of our starters were all freshmen this year. So, um, and our leading top top four scorers on the team were all freshmen um, this year. So, um, that's a good place to be as a coach. You know, we we're, we're excited about our future, but um, I, I I went into it thinking, man, it would be great if we won one or two games this season and. Um, we turned around and we won seven and one of those games was knocking off the 14th team in the nation at the time. And, um, and, uh, yeah, they, they far exceeded, uh, anything that I thought we were going to be capable of doing this season, which really gets me pumped up for the future just because, you know, the, the experience that these guys gained as freshmen, they played more than most freshmen ever play, um, in their collegiate career. And so they were, they played full games, you know, 28 games a season. And so, um, that experience is going to be so critical to to their future, and they're going to be so you know far beyond what most freshmen are at this point. So I'm excited. Oh, yeah, and I mean, speaking of freshmen, we've got one right here. Bodie Bowden was the freshman of the year. He's named to the second team and the freshman team. He set the single season goals scored for Fresno Pacific. We we're having a debate here before you came on. It was 98 before the last couple of games of the season, but we do. It's over 100 now. We do know that. So so Bodie. With this with this stellar season, what's it like to have to step up to a big role as a freshman and then have the success that you did? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just happy to be playing again. Uh, I took a year off. I'm happy to be back in the pool. Love my teammates. Um, uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> well, no, yeah, yeah. You, you, no, you, no, you're good. No, no. Yeah. I mean, so so what's not like? Uh, I mean, just. For yourself personally, I know a lot of you don't like to brag about yourself. Yeah, but I mean, no, it's like, hard. I, it's hard to yeah, talk. Yeah, no, exactly. I mean, yeah. but, you know, you were freshman of the year. Um, for you personally, is this something that you thought you were going to have? You, did you think you were going to have a lot of success I, this I, early in your career? I, yeah, every time I go into a game, I think, oh, I'm the best person here. Like, I was like, I'm the best person in the pool, biggest, strongest, fastest. So I feel like that kind of, like, helps me through the games. So... I don't like to say that because, like, no, you know, it, yeah. <laughs> no, no, that's what this is. This yeah. is what's great about this is that we're not. I'm not trying to grill you or anything. Yeah. You know, we want everybody to get a pulse for the team, and I love that. I, in fact, I think we need a little bit more trash talk, even in between teams <laughs> yeah. here on the Sunbird Sound Off Live, because it's fun. No, but I mean, like, I can tell. Obviously, this is the first time that you and I have met. I, I was yeah. at one of your guys' games, but I very much can tell that you do have that, you know, that very that big personality, you know, where where you do, you know, you come in, but also. It, 
you're also at a loss for words, which is also kind of funny. Yeah. Do, so do you really take your, your style of play? Um, is that something where you just want to go out there and you want to dominate? Or, or do you focus on like trying to be a leader to trying to get your, the rest of your teammates fired up? Uh, I try to do both, but I, I like to be the dominant. Everyone's like, oh, he's, he's the best player here. I like to be that, that standout guy. All right, so Pietro, you're laughing and nodding your head along here. Is that accurate? Is he is he not necessarily a motivator, but more of a I'm just going to go out there and score eight goals this game? Uh, he's he's pretty humble, but yeah, we we always talk for the game. Like, oh, Bodie, like how many are you going to have this game? You know, set a set a goal before each game, and um, yeah, having that mentality that you're the best in the pool. I think um, almost every starter has that, so that that's that's a really good thing that we bring. Now, now that obviously, I'll, I'll leave this one up for either one of you guys, or if both of you guys want to answer. But uh, you know, like I was saying, water polo—not necessarily a sport that many people think of off the top of their head when they're thinking of you know major sports. But uh, I've never played water polo, but I, you know, I've been around. It is a very physical game. How, how much conditioning do you guys have to have, not only to stay in the water the whole time, but also you know, body guys out? Whichever one of you guys wants to. I think. I think it's. It's a twenty four seven like thing. You like if you miss a day in the pool, you'll notice it the next day. Like you, you got to go every day as hard as you can. Yeah, I, I took the week off for Thanksgiving and I got back in the pool yesterday and I almost forgot how to swim when I popped in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coach, go back to you here. Uh, how, how do you guys condition? Uh, you know, keep your players in shape. Like I was saying, obviously, you know, physical sport. Uh, what's your normal, you know, I, I don't want to say routine, but as far as getting the guys conditioned, what, what would be a, a normal workout for your team? Uh, it, it varies from day to day, just depending on what the focus is. But they might swim, you know, they might warm up with just a, a short 2,000-yard, you know, swim set, which I say short. Some people might think, wow, that's, uh, you know, you just you just uh, swam over a mile there. So, um, but yeah, usually about a 2000 yard warm up set and a little bit of conditioning in there, but we might do, uh, we might do resistance work with bungees that are pulling them back. We might do weight belts, 10 to 10, 15 pounds of weight belts on them while they're having to swim and tread water. And, um, you know, we've carried chairs across the pool. We've got heavy balls. I mean, 10, 10 pound heavy balls that we'll pass with and do drills with. So, you know, it, it varies from, from day to day, depending on what the focus is, but there's always some sort of element of conditioning in every practice, even within the scrimmages. We'll, we'll turn scrimmages into conditioning sets where they're scrimmaging with uh, a 10 pound weight belt on or there's just nonstop, there's no no downtime. We just go back and forth sprinting up and down the pool. So, um, but yeah, it, it's just a constant, um, constant, uh, constant movement. And I think the one thing that's unique that I don't think people realize is as a water polo player, as, a, as you know, most other sports, when you stop or there's downtime or there's a foul, um, you can stop, put your hands on your knees and you can catch your breath and you can just stand there for a minute and water polo. When there's downtime, they're still treading water. They got to keep their head above water. They're not allowed to touch the bottom, hang on the sides, float on the ball during the game. They're, they're still constantly their rest time. They're still treading water. So, um, so these guys, they've got to be in shape. All right. So Bodie, we'll come back uh, to you. Obviously a, a young team, you guys, like we were mentioning, kind of ex exceeded expectations. Uh, what do you think that this team's goals are for next season? Obviously, you know, it, it just finished this past season. But looking ahead, uh, what do you think that this team's capable of in the future? Like Coach was saying, you guys got you guys got a lot of young players on your team. Um, so, 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 what do you think the future is for this team? I think we're gonna win a WWPA championship. <laughs> I think so. 
I like no, I, yeah, I like yeah, that. Yeah. Okay, okay, so 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 yeah. why? It's one thing to say that you're going to win it, yeah. but why do you think that this team is a team that can win it? We we got four more years together, and especially if we bring in more guys, the depth we'll have. Like we go six for six. Perf- um, I think I think we have a lot of potential. Potential, yeah. Um, especially the coach was saying we we got potential recruits that are coming. More guys is going to help us. Uh, we got a small team also, so I think more guys. Uh, we we hit it hard every single day. Um, I think I think we have a lot of potential, especially to win a WWPA championship. I think I think we're I think we're uh, the team that everyone sleeps on. Okay, okay. We, so, yeah. so, so you're playing a little bit of the sleeper role. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, I like a little bit of a chip on the shoulder. Say, okay, yeah. overlook as Pietro. Uh, what do you think about about Bodie's uh, statement? You think this team's capable of winning a championship? Yeah, I think we're going to shock a lot of people, uh, especially next year and then the year after that and the year after that. Um, yeah, well, we got you, a lot of potential and. I'm just ready to get back on, back to work. I mean, you can only shock somebody so much. You can't shock them year after year after year. Uh, coach, what do you think about uh, the statements that your guys made? Uh, uh, you, you like the uh, you like the confidence there? I love it. I love it. I think it's great. I think I think uh, I think they like they said. You know, they're they're sometimes they're a little hesitant to talk about themselves. There's just enough humility there, but. I think you also got to have a little bit of arrogance to to be a great player, and I think these guys have that that fine balance between their confidence in themselves, getting out there, knowing that we could be the best in the pool, but at the same time, you know, not not wanting to 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 be the only guy that's getting the glory. Like they share it. I mean, and they work hard for each other, and they're all pushing each other, motivating each other right now, which as a coach is exciting to see. Um, you know, they're um, like I said, I, I think we've got a good balance. I think we've got some, even though they're young, I think we got some maturity. Uh, but at the same time, they, they got the work ethic. These guys like to grind. They want to work hard. They don't want to stop. Um, they don't want to break. They want to just keep pushing right through and keep uh, growing and developing. So, you know, I, I, think, it's, I think it's possible. I think uh, we've got some tough teams in our conference, some big D1 teams. But um, I, think these guys, I think these guys have the heart and the willpower to want to get after it and really make a run for uh, that opportunity. All right. So, so just hearing the answers that I've heard from these two in the last 20 or so minutes, um, are your guys' practices pretty competitive? Because I feel like when you guys get in the scrimmages, just from just this is just the vibe that I'm getting. But uh, I, I feel like it, it can get a little bit competitive sometimes. Is that good? Uh, a good competitive edge there for your team, even oh, though they're played against each other? Absolutely. Yeah, we we like it when they kind of get after each other a little bit, and and uh, you know, there's been times where we've had to actually back off a little bit and tell the guys to calm down a little bit, just because um, you know they 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 want to beat each other. They want to you know and. You know, they, they want they want to be the best guy in the water. And so, you know, you see, you know, you know, Bodie scores on Pietro and Pietro is going to turn around and try to do the same thing to Bodie on the other end of the pool. And so um, but, yeah, they don't hold back on each other, which is great. And sometimes you see that with a team that has a good relationship with each other. They're a little bit afraid to, to, to hurt each other or get after it. They don't want to hurt feelings or, or anything. These guys, it's not about it's not about saving feelings. It's about making each other better and pushing each other. And so they're not afraid to challenge each other and and uh, and and make each other, you know, and kind of push the emotional uh, envelope a little bit. All right, so, so you, you actually brought up my next question. I was going to say, Bodie and Pietro, have you guys ever gone against each other in practice? Um, and, and if you guys have, uh, who, who got the better of who? Or, or are you guys going to elect uh, not, not to say? Is anybody going to step up? I, I don't know. Bodie's looking kind of – Bodie's looking <laughs> no, ready. I think, I think we, we're equal in, in times <laughs> we've gotten each other. So, like – we go back and forth. We're usually on separate teams. He he always guards me. 
Yeah. But I think it's equal amount of times we got each other. Oh, I know what Pietro really wants to say, though. I can see <laughs> I was, it in his eyes. Yeah, I was going to say, it looks like he's holding something back. You, you going to dispute that claim right there? No, no. I, I, <laughs> I, can't really, I can't really remember, you know, the time where I really beat up on Bodie, but it's always competitive, always. Is that fun for you guys, that, that competitive edge in practice, even though obviously it's not a game, but you know, I, you're still playing. Is that fun to have the competitive edge between your teammates? Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. I think we, we're, we always look forward to scrimmaging each other. Is there, ever, is there one scrimmage from this past season that stands out? Maybe one that was ultra competitive. Coach, you can get on this too. Is there any one that stands out or any moment in practice where, you know, it, it, it was super competitive? Not to, a, not to a crazy point, but, you know, one of those where, you know, things got pretty intense. Man, I can't think of any one specific one where, where we really had to. I, I, I think these guys, um, every practice brought it. So um, it's, hard to, it's hard to pinpoint one specific practice where I can say, just because um, I feel like every practice, anytime we scrimmaged, even when we were just running just specific like front court positional stuff, it was, you know, it was a competition. There was trash talking. They would, they would get, you know, they, they'd encourage each other, but at the same time they would, you know, they would uh, talk trash after they scored on, scored on each other as well. So um, it was fun. I, I would say, I'd say most practices were, were, were competitive. All right, you guys have been listening to Coach Brian Sahovi, Bodie Bowden, and Pietro Catano of Fresno Pacific Men's Water Polo. They just wrapped up their season, but they have a very young team. Coach and both of you guys, thank you for your time. It's been fun. Hopefully we have you guys back on again. Yes, sir. Yeah, thank you very great. much. All right, and so we will take another quick break, and then we will come back to wrap things up here on the Sunbird Sound Off Live. At Alpha Graphics Fresno, the success of your business is your biggest priority, and ours as well. Alpha Graphics Fresno is a locally-owned creative company offering custom print, design, signs, and marketing solutions. Almost anything that's awesome. We truly care about product quality, customer satisfaction, and establishing long-term partnerships with our clients. Visit us at 3950 North Chestnut Diagonal, Suite 107, or give us a call today at 559-476-2900. Connect with Alpha Graphics and be awesome. Awesome. Back the birds on 790 ESPN. Welcome back here to the Sunbird Sound Off Live as we get ready to wrap things up here this afternoon. It was a very fun show talking women's basketball and men's water polo. So real quick, we'll give you a look up ahead to see what's coming up. On deck for the Sunbirds, like I mentioned, Fresno Pacific men's basketball. We didn't talk to Coach Haydock today, but the men's basketball team, a perfect 6-0 and to start their 2021-2022 season. And just like the women's basketball team, they will kick off conference play coming up on Thursday against Biola. And then they'll be on the road also against Azusa Pacific and Dominican before they come back home on December 17th, a Friday. And Again, since I have just a minute before we get ready to get out of here, I do have to make just another plea. Make sure that you come out to the Special Events Center. Hashtag Back the Birds. You guys know what it is. Come out there. You got to wear a mask, but if I can call a game wearing a mask, you can cheer on your Sunbirds wearing a mask as well. But make sure you get out there. These two teams are, are so much fun to watch, both the men's and the women's team. Women's team, 3-2 and two on the season. Again, both teams getting ready to start conference play, and we really want you out there 
for those games at the Special Events Center because it really is just such a fun place when the Special Events Center is rocking. You haven't had a lot of chances to go out there and cheer on the Sunbirds here early this season, but that just means that they're going to make up for it on the back end of their schedule. Quite a handful of home games in January and February for Fresno Pacific. So again, make sure that you come out. Again, also thanks to Coach Tim Beauregard and Felicia Dorva of the women's basketball team. Always fun when we can talk with them. Obviously, they'll be on the show here often, as we've had Coach Beauregard on quite a few times now. But again, they're going to be on the road just like the men's team as they will try and get back on the winning track after dropping their last game against Stanislaus State. And then, again, another thank you to Coach Brian Sahovi, Bodie Bowden, and Pietro Catano of the Fresno Pacific men's water polo team. They just wrapped up their season. But like you heard here, they have a very young and talented team. Bodie Bowden, freshman of the year, was named the all-freshman team. I mean, that's a very young team. Lots of exciting things to look forward to here for Fresno Pacific water polo. And so that, I think, is just about going to do it here for this edition of the Sunbird Sound Off Live. We'll see you again next week. Same time, same place. It's been Eric Bentley, and you've been listening to the Sunbird Sound Off Live.